What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bear Central, the daily episode. And Bobby's joining me once again on the daily. He's back in his studio, though. Back oh, home. Is. What's going on, Bobby? You feel me? What up, bro? <laughs> feel good to get home. Got home early as hell. One in the morning from Chicago. Absolutely. Hey. Absolutely, <laughs> man. How was your father's day? It was pretty good. What about you? It was it was good. It was straight, man. I can't. It was one of the better Father's Day. I won't even lie, bro. Man, I was driving the whole day, but it's okay. Back at home. <laughs> You've been good. doing a lot of traveling lately, bro. But anyway, on today's yeah. episode, we're going to talk about Brisker and some of his comments. We're also going to talk about Braxton Braxton Jones and is he the future of the Bears' offensive line? And then we'll also be getting into things about Matt Eberflus. We'll get into all that and more in today's Chicago Bears Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, fam. So, bro, man, listen, uh, Brisker, he has to me, we'll talk about his exact comments so far, but does he not have (laughs) the feel a little bit? Of a player who may be the leader of a defense at some point in time. For real, at one point he definitely gonna be that guy back there. At yeah. one point, it's coming. He just like it's every like everything about him and, and Gordon for a while, and we'll we'll get into little things with Kyler Gordon and like it's he may have some injury concerns that we may need to talk about. But first, Brisk, I'm just gonna read this comment, man, and and this this just gives me great feelings as a, being a member of a Bears <laughs> defense. Uh, he says that's the standard around here. So creating turnovers is what we do. And that was also in my DNA. I feel like I attack the ball. I attack the ball, whether that's forcing a fumble or whether that's going for an interception. So I love being around the football and obviously getting back for offense. Listen, man, come on, bro. Some of the best Bears defenses, <laughs> the Bears, best Bears teams were built around that exact mindset. Hell yeah. And that's the type of players you want to bring in. You want to bring in players that's, that want to go get after somebody else's offense. You don't want to lay down for nobody. And if you're going to talk it, you definitely got to walk it. So. Hey, let's get out there and do something big, my boy. Let's get out there and do something big for real. Yeah, man. I mean, and then it, it's 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 crazy to think how far I've come with with both him and Gordon. Considering like initially, I'm like, man, what are the Bears? Oh, yeah, what the hell are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like every everything, like of course they still have to show it on the field. That's what it all boils down to. But like as of right now, what you want to hear are good things from the coaching staff, his understanding of the game, even him saying things like he needs to be pl- uh, playing lower and uh, and cleaning up my, up my eyes and putting it all together, things like that, and challenging himself. Um, and then we know what Gordon's been saying as well. Like it's just it's just a good feeling around these two players. And while, yeah, would we have liked to see the Bears at least coming in, get a wide receiver? It's just good to see that. Um, and, you know, I'll get back into this topic a little bit when we talk about uh, former Bears that we would like to see come and talk to the team because I have a little I'll have a little mindset there that I want to go over. But one thing that I didn't put on the list, is it concerning you at all about Kyler Gordon and his injury? The fact that he wasn't able to practice at all during minicamp. There's some type of injury going on. There were some rumors that maybe it was a contract thing. But, no, it seems like there's an injury. We're far away from the season starting at all. But does that worry you at all? Uh, just a little bit. If we was going on a scale of one to 10, I'd just give it maybe about a four. You know what I'm saying? Just simply it's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's mini camp. You definitely guys going to go through injuries and stuff like that. And one other guy who, uh, injured was, uh, the offensive lineman, Dakota Dozier. I can't, it's hard to say the name, but they be tripping. But look, is you just got to wait to see what happens. Maybe they can get some time off and then, you know, do some, uh, treatment, come back and be ready for training camp. Rocking and rolling. We just got a way to see. 
That's all you yeah, that's all you can hope for. Uh but another another rookie that seems like everybody's pretty high on that's been practicing with the first team since OTAs, Braxton Jones, bro. I don't know if you got a chance to see his his press conference, him talking to people. There's a there's a bit of a a poise that he has as well, but it seems like listen, a fifth round pick is maybe our offensive starting uh, our starting offensive tackle over there, bro. What do you think about him being the starter at left tackle? Hey, if anything's possible, especially with all the question marks with Tevin Jenkins and even Borum, we said this even when we first started, you know, saying giving the content to the people. We don't know. But the good thing is that these guys are doing their due diligence to put the best players in the best in the best position. And one thing I got to give credit on with Eberflus and Ryan Pogues from these comments that these young guys are saying, it seemed like these guys in the interview wanted to look at who the hell was going to work hard. And mm -hmm. who was willing to earn their damn spot? And from uh, Braxton Jones, Brisker, even Valish, uh Jones. Like, come yeah. on, man! These guys—they all speaking stuff. They saying they want to work hard, and they coming out. They getting some good news. You know what I'm saying? Like we always say, they got to duplicate all that stuff on the field. But man, the comments is not like nothing too flashy. But it's definitely I want to get my hard hat on. I want to go to work. Let's get it done. What do you what do you think about the fact that like Eberflus, whereas Matt Nagy before him was seem seemingly kind of hesitant to start young players or to really throw them out there, whereas Eberflus, it seems like he's really building a him, him and Getty are really building up the confidence in these young players because when we look at it now, there's a high po possibility we could on the defensive and offensive end we can have about three or four rookies starting. Man, I think it speaks volumes to this coaching staff because even Flus mm -hmm. even brought it up in some, some of his comments this past week saying that his young guys, when he was with Indianapolis, they excelled in his system. So he has a belief in his system. And in my personal opinion, the way you get better is by player development. That's how you build mm -hmm. championship teams. If we, if we go into our Chicago Bulls, one thing that hurt us the most is because Tom Thibodeau, didn't want to play the damn young guys. He wanted, he depended on his vets, and that's rightfully so. But in the long run, all I told during the entire season had our guys gassed when it was time to make a nice run. So if you trust in your young guys, you can build a solid team. It's not just one player. This is a 53-man roster. So if the, you put the best talent in the best position, you got to do what's best for the team and not what's best for you. Yeah, and I, I mean, especially – Get a team that's you we're not competing for anything this season yeah we want to get as most wins as possible that, that goes without saying you always want to win as many games as possible but just being realistic we're not really competing for anything this season maybe maybe the outside chance of a playoff spot but you but you, you you're doing so much for your future if you build in confidence in these young guys right away you know them starting them getting snaps they're getting repetitions and them showing you like as long as they're showing you in practice that they want to go out and get it right and that's from everything that we hear from most of these rookies that they're trying to go out and carve out their spot they're not afraid things like that um and it, it's you know that's that's how you build you know for the future right because if any of these these offensive uh linemen rookies even if we, we you know, we talked about it last week. There were three that have been practicing with the starting lineup. Even if one, two of them end up in the in the starting lineup and end up being a piece that you can build that that offensive line around, that saves you some money next season. You know, we yeah, talked definitely. so much about the the cap next season. If you don't have to go after veterans and you spend this season really developing that offensive line, and by the end of it, not everybody's going to hit unless we're super lucky. But if even a couple of those guys hit, you've saved yourself a hell of a a hell of a, a amount of money at that point. Yeah, because because just for an example. Look at the Dallas Cowboys um, 
don't really like talking about the cowgirls, but they had a good example of offensive linemen that they brought in through the draft, and that offensive mm-hmm. line was one of the best offensive linemen for a few years. And then they, they got, you know what I'm saying, a couple pro bowlers here and there on, on each position. You don't, you never know what you can get out of these guys, but the good thing is that the coaching staff is challenging these guys like, yo, mm-hmm. Tevin Jenkins, we not liking what we seeing, so let me put Braxton up in there. Hey, Borm, you might be moved to this uh, spot if we feel like you can be better here for us. They're not being complacent, and that's the good sign. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's get into the next topic today. Matt Eberflus talked to Albert Breer. Uh, this is on the Monday Morning Quarterback that he has reached out to over 30 Bears players, former Bears players, uh, to come in it. and talk to the team. And his exact quote, those guys, they laid the foundation for how to play, how the Bears should play. Listen, man, I, I love you. I'm and it, I hope this isn't just the first season positivity, Rear. right? And then, like, two, three years down you know the road, we're like, hey, man, let's get this Eberflus guy up out of here. But every, almost everything that he says is, is the right thing. But he sh- he's backing it up. Reaching out to former Bears players, especially ones that have been on some of those tested playoff teams, that have been on those really good teams, to come in and inspire, especially a young team. This is a very young Bears team. Could really help. I'm, I'm not saying that it's going to like make anybody go to all of a sudden playing at a higher level, but like as far as motivating, as far as linking things back to the good parts about the Bears culture, those that's all positivity, man. Man, definitely all positivity. I love it simply because, as you mentioned, these are the guys that made the way for these new players, like mm-hmm. Roquan Smith. You got to live, you got great linebackers that's going to come in, Lance Briggs, uh, Brian Erlacher. And then for the defensive back, the young guys like Callie Gordon, Jaquan Brisker, you can look up to Peanut Tillman. Come on, man. The guy is up, <laughs> up there in forced fumbles with defensive linemen. You can learn from this guy because Jaquan Brisker, he played, you know what I'm saying, in the box a lot when he was with Penn State. So it's good. And me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a young guy with an old soul. It's never too much you can learn from the people that came before you because some people like to run from the knowledge, but it's others that, you know, that – Pull towards the knowledge. Speak, bro. Pull towards Speak the knowledge. Hey, something happened to me in Chicago. I don't want to put the story out there, but <laughs> a lot of young people, they don't like to listen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When yeah. people come drop that knowledge, some of that stuff can be useful. So good on Eberflus, man. Keep it up because you definitely want to build that foundation for the for the players that's here now and for the ones that's in the future. Be like, damn, I want to play for the Chicago Bears because they treat their people well. Yeah. Yeah. And so one of the things that we want to do before, because this is the last topic today, before we go, I wanted to to ask you and we could talk about some former Bears players that we would like to come in and help mentor and, and shape this team with Eberflus coming in. I have an interesting way that I went with it. Uh, but if you want to go first, you can. What do you want to do? First of all, <laughs> my number one player, Ole, bring him back. <laughs> oh, oh, he's a grown man. man in lockers. <laughs> all jokes aside i want him no honestly i want him why okay because if you get a nasty offensive lineman uh offensive line and you you tell them anytime somebody dirty hit jay fields anytime a green bay packer come up here and time they own us y'all take that shit to the heart and y'all gotta go crazy and then another player man i I just gotta go with the the front the quarterback that was on the defensive side bring Brian Erlach up in that man definitely just to help see what he did so he can lead these defenses that were spectacular and even had a defense that went on a damn run in 06 so bring those two guys in first in my personal opinion I believe Brian Erlach actually did just speak to them not too long ago 
So mm-hmm. those are my two picks. They're the first two people I like to see walk in. I like the Olin Crutes one a lot, and I didn't even I had my brain didn't even go there because like <laughs> when you look at especially when you look like we like we just talked about Braxton, right? And then other than that, three offensive linemen that have been practicing with the first. If you just I don't even care about the rest of the offense. If you bring in those three rookies and say, listen, we got three days with you. We gonna we you're gonna watch Olin Crutes tape. And he gonna sit down and talk to y'all. That could completely Definitely. change the mindset of some players. Because Olin, listen, Olin's a dangerous, <laughs> dangerous dude. Bro. Uh, stuff with grown men in lockers. And he's he what? Olin Cruz gotta be like like forty four at this point. You feel me? Come on, man. Come on, man. come on, bro. But this is the way that I went with it. I, I looked at this specifically on how it affects two players, right? And two players that could factor heavily heavily into the Bears' plans this season. So the first one I'm bringing up, and this is one out completely outside the box. Is is uh is a uh, Johnny Knox, and the reason Ooh, why I say that Johnny Knox that's a great pick, a fifth oh a fifth round pick, the hundred fortieth overall pick who earned his spot. Yes, we know played three seasons. It was tragic how it ended, but if you look at Velius Jones and you look at Johnny Knox, they are almost the same exact body type. Bro. Damn, didn't even so think you, of that. That's a if great you can pick, pair. Bro. If you compare Valus Jones with Johnny Knox, just to talk about the mindset of being, you know, uh, coming in, having to earn your spot as being a wide receiver, the fact that, like, jo- the way that Johnny Knox ri- rose up to becoming probably one of the best wide receivers on the Bears uh, roster at that point in time, yeah, it sucks how it went. But look at his yards, bro. And he never was like, he was not number one wide receiver or anything like that, but he was targeted. He earned a spot. I love the idea of having uh, Johnny Knox come in and talk to Valus Jones Jr. And, and, Darnell Mooney for for that for Man. that much, but like really, I think him him and Velius Jones, there's a lot of overlap there that could go very very well. Man, that was a great pick, bro. Because I <laughs> I was a huge fan of him because he used to ball out, bro. He definitely sure. used to ball out. Sure. That was a definitely solid pick, man. Solid. And then pick another one. They need that. Yeah, they definitely definitely. And then another one that I'm looking at. Uh, Peanut Tillman's already come in and talked to to players and things like that, but I'm looking at somebody who came in and stepped up while Peanut Tillman was injured at a point and was a hell of a wide receiver. I mean, a a cornerback himself. That's Mm. Nathan Vasher to come in and talk to uh, to Kyler Gordon, bro. Like, and the secondary as a whole, bro. When you look at like Vasher and and what his his and if you notice, both these players are players that came in and had to earn their spot fully and, and became damn good players in their own right, like. Vasher, people didn't expect like they looked at him no, as a, as a really good quarterback, but like he came in and eventually became the top cornerback. Like I said, when Tillman was was sideline with injury there for a little while, mm-hmm. I really like the idea of pairing him with this Bears secondary and uh, and Brisker and Gordon for that matter. Even though it's more so a Gordon type thing, like just having Gordon like really sit there under under Nathan Vasher, bro, I think would be a huge huge thing for him. I think that's solid, bro, because that's a comp, bro. That's a great pick because if you look at one end, Jalen Johnson, he's the guy, and then you got the young guy coming in. So yeah. I think that'll be good for him too, man. Those are two good picks, bro. Two good picks for yeah. sure. Appreciate that. Appreciate. It. I put some thought into that one because there was really? players that my mind went to because <laughs> my, my my mind went to two completely different players at first, and I was like, no, man, let me. Let me let me think a little bit deeper on this. And once I did, I yeah. was like, "Hey, man, yeah, I like the I like the way where I went with that." But uh, that for those good. that are watching, let us know down below, guys. Who are some former Bears players you would like to see come in, add some mentorship to this young team as we get ready to gear up towards training camp, start a preseason, things like that? We're like what, like eighty two days away from the start of the season at this point. It's bro? coming, it's still baby. A long it's time, coming. but yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's still coming. a long time though, fam. That's that's it's wild wait. how long we still have the season, man. I can't, can't wait, wait, man. Can't wait, man. But uh, but that's it, Bobby. You got anything left, brother? Hey, yesterday was Juneteenth, and they rec- national they nationally recognized today. 
Uh, if y'all know somebody, just show some love, show some respect. This is a family show. Even look, we argue with each other. We don't like sometimes somebody opinion, but at the end of the day, it's our love. So show love to your people out there. You feel me? That's it. And then, hey, y'all get on Facebook, Shy Bear Central. We got a Facebook group. We be throwing stuff out there. We want to engage with y'all. See, you know, talk some mess about the Packers. Talk stuff about the Vikings and Detroit Lions. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. J just have some fun. So go on over to Facebook. Go ahead and join the group. Anybody can get in. Just be respectful. That's all we ask. You know what I'm saying? Be respectful. We can, If you're going to disagree, disagree, but don't go in there doing too much. We disagree, but we disagree respectfully. Okay? We do not want to bring make Petty come in the group. Yes, yes, bro. We don't want. We don't yeah. want that. We don't want that, man. We don't want that. I already had to get on Lewis Riddick, bro. Like, but uh... for real, that's all yeah, I got, man. though, man. Y'all know what to do. Yeah, definitely. Make sure you're following the show at Shybird Central on every social media platform we're on. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave us a text and our voicemail, the number to do so is 773-270-2799. That is it for us for today. Bear down, people. We love you guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, break, media.